Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am so excited for this episode. It's been a long time coming, but I cannot wait to introduce you to Nadine Taylor. I have the privilege of sitting down and interviewing her. She is an amazing designer. She's actually an architect in New York City, and she is our lead designer here at Horatio Printing. And I am so grateful for her. She's been helping us bring these projects to life for the past couple of years. And um, now she's actually leading our design house inside of our print school program. So she is not only helping Horatio projects come to life, but she's helping other print school students projects come to life. And we are going to talk about five mistakes you can make when you are designing your printed product. So this episode is going to be so juicy. Grab your journal, grab a pen, take notes, because there is going to be a lot of good information for you to take. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hey friend, do you love cracking open a fresh journal? Do you linger in the paper planner aisle at Target? (laughs) Me too. If you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional journal, or paper product, and you're curious about the printing process, timeline, and cost, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Dream Printing Podcast. I'm Polly Payne, CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I have sold over 45,000 paper planners and products around the world. Want to learn how I did it? I'm going to take you behind the scenes and teach you how you can plan, print, and publish your high-quality paper product. So grab your favorite journal, your favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get that dream off the back burner and into your hands. Hi, Nadine. Welcome to the show. Hello, Polly. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm so good. So I already introduced you a little bit to the audience, but go ahead and tell us a little bit about Nadine. Yes. Okay. So like you said, I'm sure um, I am an architect in New York City. I'm right now architect and project manager. I work on a lot of um, high-end residential projects in New York City as well as some hospitality projects. Um, And yeah, I came to know Horatio a couple of years ago. Um, and it is such a God thing. It was such a God thing. It is still continuing to be a God thing. Um, it's crazy because um, I first heard about you, Paul. And I know I've told you this many times, but it's just amazing. First heard about you through um, an email a couple of years ago. Um, you were giving a giveaway with a couple of other ladies, um, wonderful ladies. And um, I signed up for the giveaway, but kind of just, it kind of went you know, out of my mind. Didn't really think about it anymore after that. Uh, but then a couple of months later, I started getting these emails from you, like your your Monday morning motivations that are you know so great. And uh, then I, um, on one of those emails, you said, "Hey, you know, we're hiring somebody. We're hiring um, in uh, a virtual assistant. I think you were hiring a virtual assistant at that time." And I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> this is interesting." I felt something speak in my heart to say, like, Nadine, go ahead and apply for this. No idea why no experience in virtual assisting at all, but I just felt this tug on my heart to do that. And I didn't listen to it for a really, really, really long time. Um, But I, and and it's crazy because separate from that, I actually went and and got a full-time membership to an organization called the Yoga Abbey. Completely thought it was so separate. I got a full-time membership to that. And I didn't listen to what the tug on my heart was to actually apply for this position. Weeks or the week goes by and I'm still feeling stuck in my heart, but I get a um, package in the mail and on the package, it says Horatio Printing. 
And I'm like, okay, wait a minute, God, like I did not apply. Why should I be? I didn't order anything from Ratio. I shouldn't be getting anything from Ratio. What is happening? It turns out that inside of that package was something from the Yoga Abbey. And it turned out that you, um, the Horatio, we print or we did print things for the Yoga Abbey. And it's just, it was amazing to me how like, like I was like, okay, God, like I am listening. I, it didn't make sense, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to apply for this virtual assistant position, which seems so crazy. I applied that Sunday night. Monday, you email everybody and you say that you already filled the position. And I'm like, God, I felt so like horrible because I felt like I had like literally disobeyed God. I felt like it was just like, I knew you would tell me to do it. I didn't do it. All this stuff. A couple of months later, you email me personally and you say like, hey, Nadine, like we're looking for a designer. Would you be interested? And I think about that and I'm like, God, you are so, so, so amazing because one, he gives second chances. And I think that that is something that, because I knew, I knew I should have applied for the virtual assistant position before and I didn't. So he gives second chances, but then two, even when it doesn't make sense, he is still in it. And I think that's something that Polly, I know you and I really agree with on this completely. Like if he's put something on your heart to do and you listen to this podcast, if he's given you the passion to create a printed product, and you don't have an audience, you don't have something, you don't, it doesn't make sense to you. You don't have the finances already. If he's telling you to do it, he has a plan already in store. So that's my encouragement. That's my story <laughs> about Horatio and been working with you for a couple of years now, good amount of years. And it's been beautiful. It's amazing. I love that story. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and um, what's so exciting is we're actually, speaking of applications, we're actually going to be opening the doors for additional people to come into the Horatio Printing family. And I know all of you guys are in the Horatio Printing family, but what I mean is to actually work with us alongside us and learn. So we are doing a summer internship program. I haven't really announced it yet. So I'm gonna go ahead and spill the beans, but we're doing a summer internship. There's a lot of different positions and it's gonna be absolutely amazing. And the doors will open for applications next week. So make sure you're on our email list so that you can get um, the news about that. Go to HoratioPrinting.com, join the email list. If you're already on it, then you're good. I'll also be sharing more about it um, next week on the podcast, but want to let you know there are some opportunities for you to come into Horatio Printing and intern and learn and grow and see what's in store. So let's go ahead and dive into the meat and potatoes of our episode and share the five big mistakes that we see when it comes to designing a product. And you and I have done a lot of this. We've done, we've seen these mistakes. We've done them personally. We've also, now that we've been helping other people birth their dreams, um, we talk about this stuff all the time on our calls of like how to make it better, what we're seeing. Um, And so we're just going to share all of this information with you today. So like I said before, grab your journal, grab your pen. This is going to be a really good episode. So Nadine, do you want to give us number one? Yes, I do. I do. So um, heads up, I do have five, but if you allow me, I do have a bonus one at the end, but I think, yes, I let's, let's go number one. So the first one is to uh, hire a designer before you're ready. And maybe you're not hiring a designer, maybe you're DIYing, but sometimes I think we see this a lot is doing this before we're actually ready. And there are a couple of things that we need to know before we go ahead and hire a designer or we start to go digital and, 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 and 
and try to make our product DIY ourselves. First thing you need to know is what type of book you are creating, what type of printed product you're creating. Is it a planner? Is it a journal? Is it a workbook? Is it a devotional? What are you creating? That has to, that has to be very clear in your mind. Or is it a hybrid product? That's absolutely okay too. The, another thing that you want to know is an idea of how many sections you have in the book. Um, will you have a monthly section? Will you have a, um, a section where you're having journal prompts? I think Polly does a really, really good job of, of leading people with having what we call an index file. And in that index file, you literally lay out every single sheet that will be in your printed product in the end. And you'll know, is it on the right side? Is it on the left side? You know all of it. Um, you will want to know um, what size you want your book to be. This, this can be something that can you know, be modified down the road, but there are some industry standards um, such as um, A4 and A5. A4 is a little bit similar to a size of a sheet and you can look these up on Google, but you wanna know what size you want your book to be. Um, what I would recommend is probably just going to your bookshelf, picking a book that you and, and, and holding it and seeing is this the type of product that I want my printed product to look like? And then taking a, a, a measuring tape and, and measuring it, seeing what yeah. that what that is and, and you know and using that as a baseline. Um, another one is, oh, yeah. oh no, you're good, go. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I think another one, the last one I was saying, this one is an idea of colors. Um, and we'll probably get into this a little bit more in, in one of the other steps, but are you doing black and white or color? Um, that would be something you need to know before sending to the designer. Yeah, and the reason this is so important, number one is critical. You need to know your vision before hiring your designer. Do you know why? That one of the main reasons why you need this is it's going to save you so much money and so much time and so much heartache. Yes. When you work with a designer, the more you can hand over a clear vision and take it down the field as far as possible, the less time you will waste in creation, which helps your timeline. It helps your budget, which at the end of the day, you want your budget to be as lean as possible so that you can hang on to the profit of your product sales. So if you hand off a really messy vision and go build something to a designer and they, they go and build something and it's not at all what you envisioned. Um, and then you have to go and take a big red X and like rebuild it. That's hard on the designer. And, um, because when you build something and you know this, when you've created something, you put yourself into it. And so the more you can share your vision clearly um, and lay it out as cleanly as possible, you give the designer the roadmap to create the thing in your brain. And so that's why at print school, like we, we go through the index file, we go through ideation. That way, if you are going the route of hiring a designer, well, you have something clean to hand to them. If you're going the route of DIY, you have a roadmap so you don't get lost in the process. And so this is going to save you so much time and money because if you have to go back to the drawing board and go, hey, guess what? Actually, I'm totally resizing the whole thing because it yes. doesn't fit. We got to make the whole thing an inch bigger yeah. and an inch wider. Yeah. Well, they have to go through and redo the whole thing. And that's, that's more time and money. So this is a big money saver, uh, headache saver. It's a good one. Number one is great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so, so, so good. Number two, what I would get to would be white space. So at Horatio, we love white space. We yes. love white space. white space is my, uh, 
MySpace is my love language. I was going to say, I know MySpace is Polly's love language. If you have wow. seen any of the dream planners or um, any of our products, really the soap devos, like all of them, you will see tons of white space. And, and you're probably like, what does that even mean? So white space is what is basically the margins around your book or even in between different, um, the, the heading and the, and the body that creates um breathing room so that you can actually find the information that you want. So imagine you're in a cluttered room and you're trying to find, trying to pull out or trying to find maybe your keys in a cluttered room. You cannot find those. It might be harder for you to find those keys than if it was a clean space and, you know, everything was in order. It's the same when you're designing a book. You want them, when you're opening the book, you want them to look and find exactly the information that they are trying to get when they open the book and open that page. You're not like, wait, is it here? Is it there? Is it? Mm -mm. You want it to be very, very clean and easy to understand. It creates the border and the divider around your design. And it doesn't necessarily need to be white. If you are having, if your background is peach, then the white space would be that peach. It basically just means the breathing room around your space. So I think a, a typical um, industry standard would be at least minimum 0.5 inches, 0.75, but we love to be very generous, um, an inch or an inch and a quarter. We love to do that. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. White space gives your eyes the chance to rest yes. in the product. And, you know, you know what it's like when you go into a kitchen and the counters are cleaned off, you know, it's like your eyes can rest. It's the same yes. concept. So that is number two. Let's jump into number three. Number three is having consistent design branding, yes. all of that in your product and not even just in your product, but all over. Like you, you want to have such a nailed down brand to where when someone sees your Instagram post and someone jumps on your website and sees your product, they're like, Oh, that's Horatio. Like, that's what you want. You want to have that consistency. And if you've gone to Canva already, and maybe you've tried to make a printed product or you started designing one and you started hodgepodging all these different templates together, mm -hmm. You probably noticed that like, it's not consistent yeah. and that's why it's so important to have your branding and to create something with a clean brand all throughout. That's so good. That is so, so, so good. Exactly. And with that, even if maybe you're saying like, I don't even have like a brand guide. I've never, like, I don't have somebody that's actually done my brand. Your book itself can be the start of your brand. Like it literally can be the start of it. And you can inside of your book, you still want to have consistency in there. So you want to have the same, if you're having say a planner all of your monthly pages should look the same. All of your weekly pages should look the same. You should be using the same font in every single page. The headers should all be the same and the, the body text and all of that. We would recommend, um, we talk about this more in, in other places, but we would recommend no more than three font styles in your book. Um, same one for the body, same one for the, the header and, and one for maybe a script font for any decorative elements you have in your book. Um, so that would be, that would be the, the, the maximum that we would, you would recommend for there. That's so good. Let's yeah. jump to number four. And before we jump to number four, I actually want to share with something really quick. Yeah. I was going to save this to the end, but I want to save it now. Inside of print school, for those of you that don't know, we have the opportunity to, you know, work with Nadine. You have the opportunity to apply, to get her to actually design your product and her team at design house. Now, the other thing that is in print school that's really cool that could save you a ton of money and actually really grow you as a designer, if that's something you want to do, is we have an entire bonus course inside of print school taught by Nadine that teaches you all of the design elements of creating a product, making it amazing, you know, 
how to resize it, all the elements. And I'll be the first one to say, I'm not a professional designer. I like to think that I'm creative, but I'm not a professional designer, um, which is why I partnered with Nadine in creating print school. And so, so many people in print school have gone through her bonus course and become a great designer. Like what a great thing to do. So not only does print school help you create your product, but you could learn how to become a designer and learn from Nadine step-by-step. She teaches Adobe InDesign and Canva. So if you're like, this is interesting, I'm learning new things. Um, and I'm curious, that is something that we have inside of print school, but just wanted to caveat that, share that with you. And then let's jump to number four, Nadine. What is number four? That's so good. That's so good. Um, number four would be to stay in. And I, I think we, we love this. It's kind of contrary to, to number one, but this one is to stay in the ideation or the sketching process too long. It is what we like to call is analysis paralysis. Like you are trying to make you're going back and forth on all the choices. You've already made decisions, but you're going back on it over and over and over and over again. And you're waiting too long before you actually go digital or too long before you do a designer because you're, you know, maybe, maybe you just like try, there's so many choices and it's hard for you to make it. So there are some things that you do not need to know before you before you actually go digital. And we teach about, just like Polly said in, in the course, we teach about how to go digital in Canva or InDesign, literally from the beginning of downloading the files or setting up your account all the way to having a print-ready file. So things you don't need to know, you don't need to know the exact number of pages before you start. And this is a caveat because if you are designing in Canva, it doesn't allow you to do the um, automatic page number that is not allowed. So in, in that case, you know, you, you're not going to want to number all your pages before you, you know, the exact page number, but in terms of like, okay, maybe I want to insert another page here. Or like you can still have some flexibility with that um, before you go digital. And another one would be to have all of your text or your copy created beforehand. And in, in, in design, it gives you an option to have to place in placeholder text. And you can also find this on, um, on Google as well, if you're doing it in Canva. So I think Try not to, as much as possible, have analysis paralysis. You don't want to jump in too quick. That's number one. You don't want to jump in too quick, but you also don't want to wait too too long before you get digital. That's so good. Yeah. And one of the reasons you don't want to wait too long is let's say you have a devotional and you are doing a 90-day devotional and you want the devotional copy on the left-hand page of the book and you want journaling page on the right hand, right? And you have 90 spreads of this book. And let's say you, instead of taking Nadine's advice and just going ahead and getting started, even though all the copy isn't written, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> if you end up writing it and all of your entries are actually two and a half pages long mm-hmm. and you realize, oh my gosh, I really needed 150 word count maximum, like going ahead and creating it digitally will give you the boundaries and the framework, to get your product and vision made. Does that make sense? Versus like, oh, I've already written the whole thing. It doesn't fit. Mm. Of course, you know, at that point, you can go back to the drawing board and and make, you know, each 90 day spread a four page kind of thing or something like that. But, and these are things we, we work out with students on calls and we work out in, you know, our group coaching sessions and um, in our private Facebook community as well. Like we kind of troubleshoot all of this stuff with our students, but you can get started without not having all your ducks in a row. And even if you don't know what you want to create yet, you can still go to print school and start at the ground zero. You know, you don't have to 
um, know every last detail before you get started. Yeah. And I think you do a, do a really good job in school of taking them through the ideation stage of like letting them see, all right, you have no idea, but who is it that you want to create? What is your passion? Like, who is it? Who would you del- have delight if they were to hold your journal and like the ideal audience? Like you do such a good job of that. So you don't need to know it all as Polly yeah. said. Um, so number five is a good one. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast already. So you might already hear this. I've said, put this on my tombstone. Um, but one, the fifth big mistake that we see, and not that we see this because we teach all of our students to, to not make this mistake, but I have seen it before. And I've heard horror stories of other planner company owners that did this, um, and also learned the hard way, but it's not getting a sample. Yes. Yeah, that's a yes. big mistake. You don't want to yes. do that. Like, huge, don't... huge. Because if you don't get a sample first, if you're not getting a sample, you have no idea what your first of all, you if this is the first time working in a printer company too, you're not able to see what the paper quality is like, what the actual um, what the cover materials like, you're not able to actually see it and feel it. It can look wonderful digitally. Everything can line up. Everything can look good. But having the sample made allows you to see what it actually looks like and the user experience as well. Am I able to flip through it and get the same feeling that I want the user to get when they are actually going through it themselves? So you, it doesn't, I mean, it, it costs money to get the sample, but not the same amount that it would cost if you were to go ahead, do the mass production and realize that there's a mistake in there or realize that you don't like it. It's yeah. so much less. And sometimes colors, like the color on a screen and the color printed are different. And we don't do a ton of color over here at Horatio, but um, we're very much of a minimalist brand. But if we were to do color, even the white marble, like I've had it printed before um, and it came out blue or it came out a little yellow because the file we were using, it looked different on your screen versus um, printed out. And so it was like, oh no. And, you know, we caught it with the sample. And so We've seen a lot of things that happen like that. And so you just, you want to get the sample. And that's one thing we do in print school. We pay for your sample. Like we put that money, uh, like part of your tuition payment goes to getting that first sample. And with that sample, you can do your marketing. You can do pre-orders. You can start getting uh, all of your ducks in a row for launch day. So we have one last bonus mistake. Uh, and I'll let you share what that is. Oh goodness. The bonus mistake. And I think... All of the rest of these, we can kind of get past, right? We can all, we can like, it's not as traumatic. It's not as, um, yeah, it's not as detrimental. But I think this one is extremely detrimental to having a print ready product or printed product that you love. And it is not even doing it. And I think that seems so, it can seem basic, like, okay, well, how, but This has happened so many times where we've seen people, they've had a vision that we know is literally given to them by God, but because of maybe fear, because of not feeling like they're qualified, because of feeling like they don't have an audience, they don't have enough money, they don't have all this stuff, all these limitations and restrictions, they don't do it. And I think that that is, that's tragic. I know to me, it's tragic to you. I know that for sure. Like it's tragic when we see people that we know God has given them a dream and a desire to do it, but they let some of the limitations stop them. So yeah. Yeah. And that goes for any dream, you know, it's like the biggest, even when people get the planner, it's like, what's the biggest mistake? It's like not using it. It's like, just, just not making time for your dreams, keeping those dreams on the back burner. And I know what that's like. We've all done it. I've kept dreams on the back burner for years. It took me so long to finally say yes to creating Horatio printing. It's just wild. And 
So if you're like, that's me, I don't want to keep it on the back burner anymore. I have a free training for you. It goes through my entire dream printing method, the timeline costs. I talk about how much my first planners cost back in 2015, how much they cost today. Um, and I just kind of answer all those burning questions when it comes to like the full bird's eye view of the printing process. So you can go to HoratioPrinting.com forward slash workshop. That's H-O-R-A-C-I-O printing.com slash workshop. You can watch that. Would love to see you over there in the workshop. Um, and if you're interested in just print school in general and you want to check it out and apply for a spot because it is an application-based program, we want to make sure that we align in our values and align overall, you can go to HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school. If you have any burning questions, send us a DM, send us a note on Instagram at Horatio printing or at Polly underscore pain. Um, love to connect with you, answer your questions. And I hope this episode has blessed you. Yes, we really hope. So we are rooting for you guys so much and cannot wait to see if God's giving you a vision to see it out in the world. We really can't. Thanks Nadine. Yes. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dream Printing Podcast. I hope you learned something today and I would love to partner with you to make your print dreams come true. Take the next step by watching my free on-demand workshop at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash workshop. That link is down in the show notes or you can go ahead and jump to step two, which is go ahead and apply for print school where you're gonna get all my systems, the dream printing method, my contacts, my printer, all the shortcuts and templates. You can apply at HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school. Yay! If this show has blessed you in any way, please consider taking five seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. I read each and every one and it blesses me. If you have a question, feel free to just DM me. Pop over to Instagram, DM my personal account, Polly underscore pain. I'd be happy to chat with you and just see what questions you have and connect. I cannot wait to see what you create and bring into the world. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved.